rock, street trash, wastelands. And here are your hosts, long-time partners in slime, Adam Obscene and Mark and Mark. Hello Brisbane, hello Melbourne, hello world, this is Wastelands and we are your cane punk prize, your caffeine creeps, your B-grade ghouls. I'm Adam Obscene and with me tonight, as always, is my long-time partner in slime, as Harry just said, Mark Omar. Hello Adam Obscene, good to see you tonight, great to be with you listeners. thanks for tuning in. Tuning in, as always, our faithful, faithful herd of depravity-seeking monstrosities. Now like... And that's in all the loveliestness that I can actually muster. We, a couple of weeks ago, were talking about the best and worst and worst on Tubi. And it got us talking about some pretty bottom of the barrel <laughs> kind of, like, not even directed video, like, direct yeah. to the gutter releases. Uh-huh. Um, and it got us sort of t- thinking about the worst movies we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And you sort of hinted on something and we went off air and we had a bit of a chat and our collective brains remembered. <laughs> it's funny thinking about it now. Um, a film that you discovered with yes. um, when you were living in Brisbane with a um, mate of ours, Marcus. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah. I never saw it in its entirety. I think one time I came over and you guys were on the couch and going, dude, you got to watch this movie. It's so shit. And um, we might have got like into like the first five minutes or something and it was hilarious. And then we went, oh, yeah, let's go do something else. Um, Mark, do you want to let the listeners and listeners know what film we're talking about? Yeah, we're talking about an absolutely hilarious abomination of a film called Fiend. Fiend. F-I-E-N-D. So this One is, of the honest <laughs> worst movies I've ever seen. And look, it's funny. It's a 1980 um, film. It's also known as Bad Neighbor, and it was directed by Don Dollar. Um, and so we went on a bit of a hunt, and I wanted to dig it out, and because I never actually watched the whole thing, and I had sort of mem- these slight memories of you know, bad special effects of glowing hands and spirits coming out of graves and stuff. I thought, I've got to give this a crack. Um, Lostness for the uninitiated, this is about an evil spirit that possesses um, and reanimates corpses. Uh, it fruits all over cemeteries. It then gets into the corpses. Uh, it gets into a corpse of a diseased dude who died, obviously, because he's a corpse, um, uh-huh. in order to... And so, in order for the corpse not to... This is, I think, in order for the corpse not to run away, the possessed corpse needs to absorb the life force of the living with cheesy special effects. Um, And then the corpse moves to the suburbs where his neighbours suspect that something isn't right. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty much it. Yeah, it's confusing as Lawsoners. So it starts off with this sort of, or you could own, and Mike, you explained it really well for, you know, it's a, like Atari um, generation yeah. special effects. Of yeah, like, it really does. <laughs> it really does look like it was created with an Atari. Yeah. It really does. It's so basic. It's so very basic. It's like eight bit layover it, filters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's kind of charming. It's hilarious just in that. And I bought it. Um, or it made its way into the house. I can't remember whether my flatmate Marcus or I bought it, 
but anyway, I think I did. I did buy it. Anyway, it it ended up in the house in that full ex- exploitation film style where the cover looked amazing, like an amazing bit of eighties kit. You know, got it home, popped it in the uh, VHS machine, and it was just so trashy. It did look like it was made with an Atari. And yeah, you can only, we, Adam, you and I, as mere mortals, could only get through the first 10, 15 minutes. But I'm sure there's some listeners out there that have seen it all the way through. I think um, it went down in folklore in the household of being like that movie that was almost like you'd. I remember there was like nights where we would. Um, dare people to try and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it got to that stage, yeah. And, and 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 I think for that it has a special a special place. Um but look, I did track it down and look Lawson as you can get it on um on I think it's YouTube. I, I think I watched it. Mm-hmm. Um it's it's so funny this film that for years the name escaped us and we had this aha moment remembered and, and there it was sitting on YouTube. So uh-huh. Lostoners, I will go as far as saying is this is the film that pretty much broke Adam Obscene. I like tr- yeah. I, I watched this film, but shit, it it seriously took me ten goes. Like I just could watch a little bit at a time. It's like small doses, and I was just like, um, it, it's really hard to explain like the film and it's you know, videoness and it's like it's banality and it's sort of like it's plainness. But then I got I got to thinking, Mark, and this is what happens with bad movies, is I sort of looked back and I went, look, this 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 movie's bad. It's a it's a stinker. It's a it's a real stinker. But then like most stinkers, the smell sort of hung around for a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! It and, started to grow on you. Did it start and, and to seep into your clothing? Yeah, it sort of it, it sort of sunk into my psyche, and I sort of went, oh, "There's something. Uh-oh. There's something here. I don't know what it is. There's something here." So I um, I mis got to thinking. So I actually did a bit of digging <laughs> and for, and wanted to find out about um Don Dollar and what the go was, and you know, like all these sort of factoids that you pull out of movies like this. Mm-hmm. Now, like, what's really interesting is I had seen some of, like, Don Dollar movies, mm-hmm. and Don Dollar movies that I actually really do enjoy, which are also really bad, but next level really bad, mainly to do with alien alien infestations or uh, sort of, like, invaders, which, you know, so most notably was Alien Factor in 78, um, The Night Beast in 82, and Galaxy Invader in 85. All really great for the sense, for the same reasons that, probably um fiend stinks is cheesy special effects low budgets mm-hmm. that sort of thing but i then went okay so don dollar i know him i don't know him a lot and so i did a bit of a dig now this is what i found really interesting about don dollar mate in my yep. deep dive is that he was late coming to filmmaking he was a clerk like an accountant clerk and got mm-hmm. held up by gunpoint uh, uh, at his place of work and was forced to lay face down on the floor for like three or four hours where he seriously thought he was going to die. So um, he was in a bank or something? He was yeah, like an accountant I, I, clerk I, in a yeah, bank? Yeah, maybe a bank or maybe an accountant. It was, the, 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 the facts were a bit sketchy. But, okay. the, but, he, but he was held up in his place of work and in that time that he thought he was going to die, he reevaluated everything that he'd ever done. And one of those things was that he'd always wanted to make film. 
Mm-hmm. So after that incident, he basically went home, called all his friends and said, fuck it, I'm going to make a movie and I'm going to quit <laughs> work. Wow. And he did. Wow. Um, That's cool. And so his first his first attempt was um, Alien Factor, which with a low budget and with no backing whatsoever was a mild cult hit. Um, now, what basically right. happened then he went into the, and he went, his next movie he made was Fiend. He wanted to play with the supernatural. Um, and so, you know, how much would you reckon this movie cost to make? Mm. Okay. Going back to that era of time, I'm going to say like no more than $3,000. I'm going to hedge at $2,000 back then time, like 1983 time. Oh, you, you really, he actually, he had a little bit more. He had three times that. So he had $6,000. <laughs> $6,000 in 1983. Hey, that's a, that's a fair bit of cash. Um, and look, basically, he filmed it in the summer of 1979. Um, he filmed it in his neighbourhood, in his house, in his basement, with all his neighbours and all his friends and all his family starring in oh, it. Oh, that's great. And um, that's what he came up with. So that Ow. in itself, like, kudos to Don because of that, like, DIY, like, I'm going to get mm-hmm. this done, done. Now, with that filter on... It makes me feel kind of bad for ripping on the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Knowing all of this background stuff now and knowing what the purity of his motivations, like that kind of really inspirational story behind him making such bad movies, you can kind of forgive the outcome yeah. because what went into it, the motivation that went into it is, just is something <laughs> uh, really, really cool and really, really pure. And I think that... Um, Look, listeners, don't get us wrong. The movie still stinks. It stinks bad, and it will take you ten watches. But, <laughs> but there is some stuff in there that is absolutely gold. It's much better to watch with people. I think it's like most yeah. of these things we talk about. But yeah, yeah, and be be prepared for it to to not be that good. Like if you, it, but but do, do have a read about him yourself and go in like you said, Adams, uh, with that filter of like here's a guy who had a near death experience. And this is what he decided to do with his second chance, I guess. Yeah. And I think, you know, the fact that it was filmed in a summer, like it was a summer suburban American, suburban American summer project. Mm-hmm. All the neighbours, all the neighbours get together and let's make a movie. Um, so, look, <laughs> some of the notes, some of the notes that I made here, like, and there's, there's, there's scenes to note in this, and I think that this will, this guide will help you get through the film just to hang out and look for these, just for their sheer hilariousness. Now, one scene to note is I like to call it day in the life of a reanimated corpse in the suburbs. Like, even no, though he is actually a possessed corpse, he kind of like does normal things. Like yeah. it's like, like there's a ten minute st- scene of him going down the stairs, where it's shot at 50, 157 different angles. <laughs> <laughs> Someone sold him a house. Someone sold that reanimated corpse a house. Like he he got through that process. He, I know. he did the conveyancing, got the deposit together, and everything. But see, that, I think that's a first indication of um, the GFC. If banks were giving money to <laughs> dead people, <laughs> <laughs> it was zombie ec- economics. You reckon that? Zombie economics for sure. <laughs> Um, <laughs> look, when he, um, 
Like there was there was a cat feeding scene. Like this dude possesses women. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this, I remember. this dude possesses like possessed by a ghost, um, and kills women and mainly women and children uh, by sucking their life force out. But still has time to feed his cats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, a bit of normal. Throw in a bit of normalcy. Um, so I think the, the the Atari special effects, which you talked about, and then there's a. But then there's this other thing, and this is the bit that I think I start starts to grow on me, is that there was a grimy reality of living in the suburbs in the 70s and 80s. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's like the Simpsons Springfield, but without the, without the pastel. It's like, it's just, it's just grim. And, like, this is yeah, what yeah. these guys did to, you know, spend their <laughs> summer. Um, I, I guess, like... The Dollars films normally dealt with aliens, so this was the first one he dealt with super. And I guess it was trying to touch on a supernatural suspense thriller. Um, yep. And look, it's an odd one. I reckon you go through three stages of watching, and the three okay. stages of watching are the first five to ten minutes they're hilariously bad. It's atrocious. The acting is horrible. The jump editing, the bad framing, you know, oh. everything. It's absolutely a spectacle in itself. And once you sort of get over the laughing. <laughs> and go, what yeah. am I actually watching? You then come into the grim reality that you've only watched five minutes of this movie and there's still <laughs> there's still okay. a good hour and a bit to go. Um, oh. Look, the thing is about the composition, everything adds up to some hilarious and unintentional laugh-out-loud moments. Then the humour wears off and then it becomes, this is, this is the gruelling bit. This is the bit where your stamina really is required. Um so it took me too many goes to mention, which I have mentioned to get through. Um, the things that were funny before start to become excruciating. <laughs> so, <laughs> yep, yep, that sounds about right. <laughs> um, and it's really, you know, it's it becomes it's sort of like the, the it becomes mundane and it's you know and mm. it's like just suburban like and it becomes almost depressing. Now mm. in itself, I think that that is actually maybe the genius of the storytelling is that this is then maybe I'm reading too much in it maybe I'm giving Don too much credit but this is a day like it sounds funny day in the life of the undead but what is somebody a suburban day job worker that works in the city and goes back to the suburbs in the 70s and 80s like just grueling out uh, an existence you know just yep. you know taking 10 minutes to go down the stairs feed their cat and then just <laughs> feel like they're dead you know, I feel that that's what he maybe he was trying to get along is that you know that look, it's that, yeah, it's typifying. I never American. thought of that ad. I, I are you suggesting that maybe this is an artistic? He's having an artistic look at what he thinks of his life pre the holdup when he was just like going to work, Johnny paycheck, and now he's had this renewed second life, and uh, he as a filmmaker. And he's looking back on his sort of, you know, job as a clerk, go to work, come home, go to work, come home. He's like, oh, man, I was like the living dead. Is that what you're suggesting? Possibly. I, I, um, uh-huh. I, think, I, I think I might be suggesting it. Um, I, do, <laughs> I do also like the fact that he has to, like, sap the life force out of other people to live. Oh, yeah. So that's For interesting. Sure. But then something weird happens, and then the scene starts to sort of draw you in. And it, this is interesting because towards the end, it does actually not be so bad. Like it's, but it's, you know, this is when I think your overactive imagination, you're trying to sort of rationalize why you've just wasted an hour, a bit of your life to sit down through a film, which you already know is shit. 
And then, <laughs> and then so basically it kind of like the atmosphere feels a little bit like, and I mean, it's grainy and it's, it's, it's gritty and it almost feels like Night of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. Like the, you know, and that, I don't know if it's just the quality of the video, which is just makes everything quite almost black and white because <laughs> there's not a lot of yeah. color in there. Um, yeah. But then it's also like, it's, it's a middle America, like I said, the middle America, the dystopian sort of like grind, all that stuff starts to build. And then you, and then almost to the point where, you know, the unnatural dialogue and the bad acting almost start to feel normal. Mm-hmm. You know, it almost oh, starts to accept that, you know, you've been drawn into that world and you're going, yeah, oh, okay. okay, so, you know, this is what it's like in middle America in in the 70s and 80s. You know, oh, my God. They're surviving. Um, and then, you know, it's, then it becomes, then you look at it as a, like a Dali-esque surreal world of like this parody of, of you know, suburbia. Um, and, you know, so then I kind of sort of end up, Liking it a bit. <laughs> nice. Wow. I don't know if it's a bit of Stockholm. Circle. I don't know if it's Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you start liking your captor. Um, yeah. In a weird now hostage. I'm 45. I'll tell you anything. It's like, so I end up liking it. And if not just for the out of respect for Don's passion to, um, you know, get shit done. And I think it's really important that it's, it's Don's passion to get shit done doing it yeah. yourself now for you and me particularly that's a, that's a thing it's something we really aspire to or something we've always done and look i gotta say not everything we've ever done has been the highest of quality like this podcast <laughs> um so i can appreciate like the um tools down the nine to five and just go on you know what fuck it caution to the wind six grand let's do it um mm-hmm. and so in saying that i went back and watched it from front mm-hmm. to finish no breaks and enjoyed it a lot more wow so that's the trick all right so the trick is maybe to look way more into it than actually is probably presented so yeah yeah for sure so listeners you could listen to our podcast and then go and watch it and maybe you'll see it through a whole new way and have a better appreciation of for it than what we did maybe in the uh, you know 2002 2003 whenever we watched it the first time. Yeah, we were just drunk jerks, probably. That's you know, I feel well, I feel feel bad. I feel bad. But look, it is a stinker. It is it is a grueling task. And look, if every film that had great intentions was mm-hmm. was um was get was given a five star, then. Like every movie would be a five star, so yeah. so the reality is is that you know this movie this this talking about this film is less about the movie and more about Don Dollar's story and about getting yeah. things done and have a look, listeners, have a look at his story, have a look at these films that he's done. You know, if you want to have some shits and giggles, go five minutes in. It's great. It's hilarious. If you yeah, want to, yeah. if you want to commit. You know, and you want to see if what I've been banging on is about is absolutely bollocks or is actually some great insight of a miracle mind of what someone's been doing. Great. Let us know either way. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So for the interested listener that wants to do their research ads, how do you spell his name? It's Don, obviously D-O-N. And then I think... What's his last name? Dollar. So it's um, D-O-H-L. 
E-R. Don Dola. Dola. Okay. And um, look, check it out. Like, let us know what you think. I, I must say that Alien Factor is, from 1978, is actually a, a lot more fast-paced and it's an actioner and it's got, you know, claymation um, aliens in it. The thing that makes Fiend hard is, I think, the normality of it. There's not mm, okay. a lot, you know, it's trying to be suspensible in, in everyday life, so there's not really a lot of action. There's not lasers God. being shot around everywhere. There's just red hands sucking life force out of people. Oh, I love that bit. Yeah, it's it's a standout. It's a standout, and the feeding of the cat, um, uh-huh. and the weird like um, music lessons that he gives in his Besser Block basement. Oh yeah, it's a bit Dharma esque that one. So um, yeah, yeah. And, and I must admit, just though, there's an, just got me thinking. It's clearly in a basement, and there's a scene where the the the, uh, the reanimated corpse dude looks out a window. <laughs> and then it and then it actually cuts away to a daylight scene on the outside, and it's clearly not a window. It's just looking through some <laughs> curtains because there's a brick wall behind it. It's great. <laughs> look for look, uh, look for those things, listeners. It's um, it's fun. It's fun. So yeah, look. I my f- final notes on this is I, we started watching this in maybe two thousand and four. Yeah, yeah. And it took me twenty twenty to finish it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that sounds about right, mate. So I did say it broke me. I think it broke me in the way that it broke me and then remolded me to make me think about it in a different way. So mm-hmm. um, moral of the story is if you're going to do it, do it yourself, do it hard, do put every passion that you can put into it, and it will be pure. And really, like, if people like it, great. If people don't like it, whatever. You know, like, if one thing yep. this year has taught us is just stick the course and, you know, yep. Make it happen for yourself. This is going to kick off a little bit of a series for us, Marco. Mm-hmm. We've been banging on about, between us, about how we love the world, all things DIY and, you know, positive um, mental attitude and mm-hmm. really um, people making nothing out of so- something out of nothing. And we've, mm-hmm. we've got a few topics that we'll touch base on. So, Lawson has considered this a launch pad episode and we're going to probably... Uh, well, we will smash out some micros um, that yep. are touching on some topics and why we like them. Um, so tune in. Thank you, everyone, for the positive feedback and likes and follows across all the platforms uh, for the Halloween bombardment that you got um, over the Halloween weekend, three episodes. It was fun, and we've had a lot of really uh good movement on the socials and on the platform. So um, we're getting there. Thank you for all your support. And like, I guess in the same topic, if you um, haven't caught up yet, you can check us on wherever you stream your um, audio and podcast content. Just type in Wastelands Radio Show and find us. We've been uh, slowly working through our back catalogue and putting it up on YouTube as well. So if you like to listen to your content on YouTube, just type in Wastelands Radio Show and you can go directly to the source and for our merch store at wastelands.com.au. Um, yeah, that is it, Marco. Thank you for letting me talk at you about the weird meanderings of my mind and fiend. Uh, <laughs> that's okay. No, that's great. Bosners, I would like to remind you that I think I've broken Mark as well because he's just gone thought we were going to go into riffing really badly on this movie and I've gone, well, actually. But in the same sense, be kind. 
rewind. And Marco, Mark, is there anything else you'd like to add? It's good night from me. And it's good night from him.